Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au. Predict Australia's score with a crystal ball. And it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals. All thanks to McDonald's. Mackers, together and loving it. TNCs apply. On the overnight crowd now with Jen Wallace, I'm joined by editor at the Inner Sanctum, John O'Brook. And John O, we're going to look a little bit at cricket because there's still plenty happening in the cricket landscape, even though we are right into uh, all of our football codes across here in Australia. John O, thanks again for joining us here on the overnight crowd. No worries at all, Jen. Great to be back. And cricket really does never sleep. One tournament ends, there's still series going on. Australia's in the news again, there's plenty going on. It's great to be here and I'm looking forward to chatting it all with you over the next 15 minutes or so. So we had a one-off standalone T20 International, Pakistan versus Australia, uh, across uh, early hours of this morning, of Thursday morning. And uh, Pakistan, they batted first. Australia sent them in to bat. They made eight for 162, probably short of where they should have been because they had a great opening partnership worth 60-odd. And Australia reeled it in seven down for 163 with about five balls to spare. Uh, probably the talking point we'll start with is Aaron Finch. He got his first half century in a long time. Uh, lots of people talking about how, there we go, the pressure's all released. He's, he's completely fine now. Do you think it's as easy as that 150 or do you think he's just relaxed the pressure on himself a little bit, Finch? Oh, it's certainly not as easy as one score. You get one score, and all the walls and the pressure suddenly goes away. And Finch knows where he's sort of at with his cricket. Is you know, he's thirty-five years old. He's had problems with his knees, and he's still the best white ball captain that is option that Australia has at the moment. So it's definitely helped that he's found some runs last game of the tour. He's about to go off to the IPL as well, so that's certainly going to fill him with some confidence as well. And this is still very much in Cricket Australia's plan to have Aaron Finch leading the team into this T20 World Cup in Australia in home soil, trying to defend the crowd. So there's a lot of people trying to gun for Aaron Finch when he's when he gets out for a low score or gets a dark opening, the batting and white ball cricket's really, really hard because he can get an absolute rip snorter from Shane Sharfree first up and there's not really much he can do about it. There's not many batters in the world that are keeping that out. So great to see him in the run, still know that he can go and go at a relatively strong clip as well, just over a runner ball here. So really good for him, really good for his confidence. Doesn't totally... As I said, doesn't totally keep all the wolves at bay, but knowing that his last innings for Australia for a while, he has made some runs, was a big contributor to making sure that Australia ended the white ball component of the tour on a high. It's really important for him. A couple other things that they'd be really pleased with across the Australian ranks. 
Ben McDermott in a very different role, batting lower in the innings, uh, managed to get 22 off 19, not out to ensure the win. So we saw some versatility from Ben McDermott, who probably has been pigeonholed as a top order only. Yeah, very important. You, you know with T20 cricket, you've got to have many different players that can play so many different roles. We saw towards the back end of the summer, Ashton Agar was thrown up to open the batting. Travis Head was opening the bowling and you just keep seeing batters be shuffled around the order for different situations. Ben McDermott's probably is probably next in line for one of those opener spots really. So for him to be able to shuffle down and prove his versatility down the order, we know how powerful he is by what he's been able to do in the big bash over this year in particular for the Hurricanes. So for him to be able to show that power hitting late down the order with not many, not a lot of powerful middle order batters or pure powerful middle order batters for Australia at the moment. So it's certainly an option going forward. You'd think early days, but he's going to be in the reckoning for one of those reserve batters in the squad. So Mm. it's an interesting spot. So it certainly would have filled him with a lot of confidence ending a really good tour personally for McDermott, which included his first hundred for Australia. Yeah, very good tour for him. I agree with you. It just keeps him up in the conversation without a doubt. And you've got Nathan Ellis taking the four wickets. Uh, That is a great contribution from him. Cam Green on his debut in the T20 system with two wickets mm-hmm. and, a, and a handy um, contribution with the ball going back-to-back almost you know, on a hat-trick on debut. So a few good things to come out of it. Uh, Josh Inglis returning from COVID protocols, getting 24 at number three and keeping really well. So even though it was a one-off sort of standalone game, there was still a few things that just continued to, I guess, grease the wheel nicely heading into the World Cup year. Yeah, absolutely. I, there's not that many more games for Australia in the T20 format to really get things right. So it's really trying to work out who their who their people are in certain roles. Inglis was seen, he's looking, he was in the squad that was in, that UA, in the UAE and it looks like he's going to be the man moving forward for Australia, particularly in this format of the game, maybe even other formats of the game moving forward as well. So it's a chance to get him in and look at him. Interestingly, it was English's first game for Australia with the gloves on. So I know. How was, weird. Yeah. <laughs> it was very, very weird. But it's good to see him play that type of role, batting at number three, which has done a lot for the Scorchers and did a lot for Australia in those other games. So great to see him finally get his chance. I, I think he'll be in the squad come October and he'll be, yeah, just happy for him. I really like him. I want him. I wanted him to get his test debut, but Alex Carey did really well and mm. had a great series as well. So he's going to be next in line for a baggy green Ingo, but he's certainly got a role to play in the Australian team coming up. Yeah, it was great to see. Absolutely. Now, something we haven't had a chance to speak about because we haven't had you back since it, but let's touch very quickly on the highlight of the weekend cricket-wise, which was the ICC Women's World Cup victory. Um, That innings from Elisa Healy was just outstanding. A few days have all completed. The Aussies, most of them have arrived home. Are you enjoying just sort of the the wash-up of everything that was the, the Aussies' dominance at the World Cup? Dominant they were. It was so good to watch and it was so good to see. <clears throat> I think Australia just knows how good a cricket team this is and I think the rest of the world knows just how good a cricket team the Australian women's cricket
cricket team are and to be able to see them you know finish and achieve the goal that they'd set out to do five years ago and go on a massive winning run brought back down to earth by by India in September and then continued on their merry way blooding new players in between and the way that they went on and just absolutely dominated this world this world cup from go to woe and who 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 else like Alisa Healy you can't really say say more about her and what she's done the single greatest performance ever in an ICC 50 over world cup game and it's i don't i don't think that will be topped it's a very impressive performance and you mentioned they've all come home they arrived home yesterday from New Zealand and very very quickly dispersed after a few hugs and highs at Melbourne airport a very quick photo opportunity there mm-hmm. as a team before all dispersing for a well-earned break. These these ladies have been on the road since the start of January, since before the women's ashes. So some well-deserved R&R for everyone now before linking up together in the middle of the year again for more cricket and they keep rolling on. Yeah, so what's actually next on the international calendar for them? So the next international assignment for them is the Commonwealth Games, which is very exciting. First oh, yeah. time cricket's been in the Commonwealth Games. So that's eight teams based in Birmingham. So played at Edgbaston, T20. Um, you'd think Australia would be favourites for the gold medal there. But a lot can change and a lot can go wrong. There'll be even more selection problems to choose from with um, Sophie Molyneux and Taylor Valamic hopefully being fit for that as well as the squad that's just gone over to New Zealand and done such a stellar job. And so there's that. And we've had the 100 draft recently where most of the Australian team who were in that World Cup squad got picked up to the respective franchises. So there's going to be an extended stay in the UK for a lot of these Australian girls and there's plenty of cricket to be played. A huge amount of cricket. So they'll go com games into the 100 and then back into the Australian domestic season when they come back and roll through. So I definitely need to take a break right now. Um, before we take a break, did you see as well, I thought this might have tickled you a little bit, there was a county game that snowed over in England, round one of county cricket. And I think it was Stuart Broad was involved in the game. I think that was the picture I saw. And the players were leaving the field because the snow got too much. How was that cricket? Oh, it's um, early season cricket in England, <laughs> just like it's early season cricket in Australia. You know that round one of park cricket in Australia, it's going to rain, rain and you're going to get rained off. And early season county cricket in England, you know you're going to get snowed off. So I didn't see it, but it is humorous, but also fairly typical. But it is a little bit of a laugh and it's just like, well, what is this beautiful sport that we follow? <laughs> Now, before I let you go, you also worked um, overnight at the AFLW Awards. Um, We know all the winners. We've done a fair bit of talk about that throughout yesterday's show and then across today's show as well. But just your takeaway of being there live at the event. uh, Did you really enjoy the night? How did it go? Yeah, it was was such a fantastic night. It was great to finally all be together again after a couple of years where this event's been held in different rooms in different locations. So it was nice to have all of the big plays in the competition together again. Obviously, Sands, Melbourne and Adelaide who are doing everything that they can to keep safe ahead of the big game on Saturday. It was just great. It was a very different vibe to the 
men's Brownlow. I think the shoey that's gone viral <laughs> from Craig Stasevich is going to be the iconic moment of the night, um, not to take away from celebrating Emily Bates, who's had a fantastic season. She's um, gone and topped it off with the PA MVP award, which is a com- just insane recognition for her. She's had an unbelievable year. So it was certainly a lot of fun. Great to be amongst some of the best in the business and just a really fun night celebrating another good comp before we put all again soon. Well, we really appreciate you finding the time to speak to us here on the Overnight Crowd tonight. I know you had a late one last night, but yes, thank you as always for joining us here on the Overnight Crowd. Jono, it's great to speak to you. No worries, Jen, anytime. Thanks so much. John Baruch, the editor at the Inner Sanctum um, with a good look across everything cricket happening at the moment and uh, lucky enough to attend the AFLW Awards last night and it seemed to be a stellar event full of personality, glitz and glamour. It was all there and some great football stories to come out of it as well. Keep sharing some stories across tonight. What are you looking forward to? Round 4 AFL. Uh, did you watch the WNBL finals This that happened across Wednesday evening? Um, let me know. 0433 98 11 16 is the text line or call through 1300 736 736. You're on the overnight crowd. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91.